I might have missed a couple of episodes of This Is Rami in the last fortnight, but uh, this one is with Bleak Holt Animal Sanctuary. And uh, listen on as well to find out a little bit more about Ramsbottom United. What's going on there? Anyway, keep tuned in and uh, I hope you enjoy this episode. This is Rami, your locally produced weekly podcast, bringing you news, events, interviews and information from the heart of Ramsbottom with your host, Lee. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of This Is Rami. Apologies if you have been checking out to see if this weekly podcast has been releasing episodes. Unfortunately, I have had a absolutely mad, mad, mad uh, few weeks with my uh, my day job. Uh, I've just come off a 60 plus ish hour week and uh, hopefully it'll be getting a little bit quieter uh, before Christmas anyway. Uh, but in spite of that, I did manage to get away and get an interview with someone from Bleak Holt Animal Sanctuary. If you're not sure what Bleak Holt Animal Sanctuary is, I did this little bit of an intro, uh, basically reading some of the things from their about page. And uh, as well as that, if you continue after the interview, I've got some of the recent Ramsbottom United results. Obviously, there's been quite a few and uh, they've had quite a lot of wins as well. So that's all good news. And also, obviously, as normal, I will have the events as well. So here we go. Bleak Holt, having originally been set up by Olive Lomas after saving a donkey named Maud from slaughter, is now one of the largest animal sanctuaries of its kind in the northwest. Since moving to Edenfield in 1957, just a few miles outside of Ramsbottom, Bleak Holt has grown and now boasts a 55-acre site on which it provides care for over 450 animals. Whilst there I saw chickens, goats, pigs, horses, rabbits and, naturally, dogs amongst them. I headed over to Bleak Holt Animal Sanctuary from Ramsbottom and I spoke to Chris Taylor, who is one of the voluntary dog walkers there, to find out a little bit more about Bleak Holt and what's going on over Christmas. So I am here with Chris Taylor of Bleak Holt Animal Sanctuary. That's right. Fantastic. Right, how are you? I'm fine, thank you. Loving the walking again, as yeah. usual. So... Do you have what you would call a regular day here at Bleak Holt? I do. I used to be regularly Saturday and Sunday, but I retired two years ago. And since then, I have regular Friday, Saturdays and most Sundays. What got you involved with Bleak Holt in the first place? I started off as a regular casual dog walker, popping up in school holidays because a friend lived nearby, introduced me to it. Um, and then you gradually get hooked and you start to think, right, well, I can do every Saturday. And then you said, well, can I squeeze Sunday in? Um, so while my teaching career, it was school holidays and then it was Saturday, Sundays, when I could fit it in. And you, it, then you become, you get the chance then to become a regular dog walker, mm. in which case you get your kennel key, you can get your own dogs out, you don't have to mind the staff to get dogs out and you've got more freedom that way as to which dogs you walk. Um, and then you just feel part of the place. And do you have do you have pets yourself? Or? I've got a cat. I won't have a dog at the moment because I don't. I'm a single person. Don't want tying down. Uh, you've got to give everything to a dog. My cat's fine. He can come and go and use his litter tray. Go out when he likes to. And uh, yes, I've still got the company. Yeah, food and regular stroking. Yeah, I think yeah, that's pets. right. That's, oh, <laughs> so yeah. You, yeah. So um, obviously, you don't have your own dog, but I guess these dogs feel like your own. Do you ever get attached to them? You get very fond of certain dogs and a lot of the regular walkers up, we'll all have our different favourites, which is nice because everybody's, every dog has got somebody that loves it that bit more. Um, 
you get very mixed feelings. I work with the older dogs mostly. So I'm one of the few people that gets fond of a dog that may eventually have to die here. And there's been one or two. They're always um, given every chance. Vet fees are never a problem to Bleak Holt at all. They'll go to every length they can to do what they can for the dog. But of course, eventually a very old dog, they get cancer, they get something like that wrong with them. They've got to be put to sleep. And that's very upsetting. Um, when a dog's rehomed, it's one of those sad, happy sort of, um, you want to be here the day it goes to say goodbye. And then you're really pleased that it's got a nice home. Um, I also run the Facebook group for Bleak Holt. And I started that about eight years ago. And we encourage people to post pictures of dogs that they've rehomed on right. there just to keep everybody informed of how the dog's doing. So partly so that people can see that what good you do and also for yourselves a bit so you can see That's how they've right. gone. And other people have walked the dogs because some of the dog walkers might have walked a dog for, for years or for months and then it goes to a home and they just don't know where it's gone. And this is, you know, look, here I am. I've got a lovely home. I'm happy, covered in mud, enjoying a walk off the lead. Mm. And, and it makes everything worthwhile. Great. So have you seen a lot of dogs? Um, I mean, how, how long have you been working for? I've people? been coming here 13 years this Christmas. Right, okay. I started because I was the, the guy I was seeing died and I was looking for something to do that didn't cost money. And that's when I started coming up here. So it's 13 years this year. Wow, okay. So a long time. So mm, you've, yeah. you've seen quite a lot there of There are animals. people who've been doing it a lot longer than me as well. The economy at the moment isn't fantastic. Nope. And the recession has hit pretty hard over the last few years have have you seen any changes um maybe more animals coming in or or a, a drop in funds or anything like that that's changed it tends i don't know an awful lot about that because i'm basically a dog walker um it varies and you never know why the a year or two ago when, when there was the recession started there was a drop there was more dogs coming in people then they couldn't afford to look after the dogs anymore and we're having trouble getting them out but that's picking up now uh, we seem to have more dogs going out now, um, more room to have to, to, you know, to take dogs in. Uh, that might change after Christmas because we always have that Christmas six weeks after Christmas. You know, puppies got mm. to chewing the furniture. Um, that couldn't change, but I really don't know an awful lot about that side of things. Right. Okay. What have you got? Some events coming up for uh, Bleak Holt? There'll be the next open day is in uh, the end of November. That will be the Christmas open day, which is really good fun because. It's got uh, reindeer and, uh, not real reindeer, they're actually pre- really donkeys, but, you know, <laughs> re- reindeer pretend to be donkeys. Yeah. Donkeys pretend to be reindeers. Aspirational um, reindeer. Yeah, yeah. And they, uh, it's a really lovely session. Hang on a minute. 27th. 27th, right. It's okay. a Christmas open day. Right. It's a Sunday and it will be, it's from 12 until 4. Okay. So um, do people have to buy tickets? Do they just turn it's up? It's £2 for adults and children are free. Uh, there's loads of activities going on. I run a raffle. That's if I can uh, get up here to do it, if my eye's better. Um, then there's Father Christmas, of course. He's a big pull. He's very, he loves to come here, um, and see all his animals. So Father Christmas will be here. And um, there'll be elves in the stables and all sorts of activities. Bouncy castle, uh, things like that. Just the fun stuff that Great. everybody likes. So how's the weather usually then? Is it... Uh... We're, we're hopeful for the Christmas one. We often get dry, frosty weather, which is all right if you wrap up warm. Um, there's parking on the field if it's dry enough. That's the only problem sometimes. It's a bit wet and soggy and that makes it difficult for people to park. Uh, but if people are struggling, if they keep driving around very often, somebody will have left and you'll just find a space. And, and I saw there's 
the car park was quite full before. Is it always this busy? It is on a Sunday. Right, okay. Yeah, it, Saturday's not too bad, but we do need walkers on Saturdays and weekdays. Um, I know people work and it's difficult. Um, you know, we do manage to get visitors sometimes, school holidays, but Sunday's often very, very busy. And uh, there's like the dog training on downstairs. That's on for dog walker training. That's on Sundays at half past one and Fridays and Tuesdays at half past one as well. Um, so if anybody wants to walk dogs... They can start off with doing a little bit of training. It's only about 20 minutes. They get a pass then. You exchange, you leave your keys in the office, give your pass into staff, and they will then give you a dog to walk. This is suitable for you for your pass. Right. And is it is there like a, a minimum amount of hours that people need to? No, they to? can do it. They can come, they can do the training. They can just turn up when they feel like it to do to, to do the walking. Uh, like I said, I started very casually just coming when I got the time and then gradually started to be the other way of making time. Uh, so you can come when you feel like it. It's a great opportunity. Maybe the parent has a child once a week, bring them up here to dog walk. It's free. The cafe's open. The shops are open. Um, you can have a lovely time. Uh, if you don't want to have a dog for, because you work full-time and this isn't fair to the dog, but your children mithering, come up here, walk a dog. That's, not, that's a really yeah, good idea, you yeah. can get to know a, certain dogs. The dogs can be sponsored as well. That brings money in for us, for the sanctuary. Um, but then you get information about your dog. You can come up and ask to walk your dog, mm. the dog you're sponsoring. Do you ever have any issues with like children getting attached to a dog that obviously they're not taking back? or? Um, not... No, because I think it's up to the parent to make it quite clear to the child. This is, you know, Alone this dog, dog lives here, <laughs> yeah. and you just you just get into visits and look okay. after it. Um, that's the up to them really. But no, usually, I mean, I know I used to teach uh, primary age children anyway. They're very resilient, and they'll soon find a new favourite. Yeah, you it's not it's not like it's in your house, you know. Yeah, like yeah, that. of course, yeah. So you did say you were a teacher. So where was where was that? Was that local? I was no, not local to here. I I, um, I live in Swinton. And the school was in Boostown, Worsley. Right. Okay. Yeah. I, so. I know Swinton. I used to live in Swinton. So how long? So you live there now in Swinton. I live in Clifton on the Clifton border. Just it's about half half a mile from the motorway. So I'm straight on the motorway down here. Then it's only ten minutes off the motorway. It takes me about twenty five minutes to get here. Right. That's not which too is bad. nothing. Yeah. It's as long as it's the well worth with you. it. Yeah. Yeah. And have you found uh, anything changed about yourself since you started working here, or, or is it? It's. I wouldn't say changed about myself, but it's given me my main worry when I retired was what will I do? Will I be bored? Especially with being single and nobody else in the house. You know, I wanted to be able to get out of the house, and it's somewhere where I know if I'm getting restless, I can always come. I do my regular days, but at any other day, if I if I had bad news, if I felt fed up, I can just get in the car and get here, and that's what's good about it as well. Fantastic, and it's a really lovely setting. Um, obviously, it's, I had a look on your website, so it's been here. It's been situated here since 1957. That's right. We've got our anniversary next year. Our 60th anniversary. Mm. Uh, before that, it was elsewhere, but before my time, even me. Um, but yeah, it started off with a um, hundred and something years ago with a lady and a horse, one horse, and it's expanded. And she was in barns and broken down sheds. Then it was the premises here was bought. bought. The cafe was originally just a, a rail, an old railway carriage that they mm. used. And they gradually made funds, built up funds, um, with various events and bequests and that kind of thing, built up the funds to to keep improving it. So do you have any favourite events? I mean, you you sound like you really enjoy the Christmas one that's coming up. Yeah, the the open days are good fun. There's four a year. There's spring, summer, autumn, winter. 
Um, so those are always enjoyable. Um, but I just enjoy the atmosphere here. You know, um, on a hot summer's day, you can sit and have an ice cream on the bench and walk a few dogs. But in the rain, sometimes you think, can I be bothered? It's pouring with rain. I'm going to be cold. And you come up and then just because it's in the country, because you're out in the fresh air, you calm down, you feel a lot better about yourself. And if you came up and only did two walk two dogs, that's two dogs that wouldn't have had a walk otherwise. Hmm. So you've done some, you know, some good as well. And it does it does cheer you up being out yeah. in the fresh air. Especially I guess there's lots of people that are probably listening to this podcast who would go out and, and do walks anyway yeah so it's not that's i guess right. it's not yeah. that much more to come up here and no and if you i mean I, I drive for nearly half an hour to get here if you're local if you're around ramsbottom and around the edenfield area mm. it's sure it's it's local it's even if you don't particularly want to walk a dog it's a lovely day out because there's the donkeys as well there's the horses there's cats to see little furry bunnies there's all sorts you know you, you can just have a really well good look around yeah yeah, it's great. It took me 10 minutes from Ramsbottom to get here yeah, and I'm yeah. towards the other end of Ramsbottom. So in all honesty, I didn't realise there was this much going on. Obviously, I knew about Bleak Holt. We've got the charity shop on Bridge Street in that's Ramsbottom right, yeah. as well. That's right, yeah. There's a new one in Berry now as well. Yeah, the, it's um, all done up and everything, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, that's right. So, uh, I knew it from that, but I hadn't actually been here, although I have passed it uh, before now. But yeah, it's I'm going to... Straight after this interview, I'm going to have a wander around and see, oh, yeah, see you, what's yeah, going on and just yeah. have a look. I'll probably end up bringing my son at some point and yeah. uh, I might even start walking a dog because I, uh, I know my wife isn't keen to some pets, but uh, I think he'd really enjoy it. I think it's good for children to be... This is one of the examples where if you don't have a dog of your own for whatever reason, it's very good for children to get to know animals and how to treat animals and to interact with animals, you know, and then it stops them having any fear mm. um, when they, you know, when they're adults maybe even having their own children. But, um, yeah, there's, the shop's open every day. The, it's only staffed at weekends and bank holidays, but you can pay in the office at any time. The, the shop on the, uh, mm. here at, at the sanctuary. Uh, the cafe is open Saturdays and Sundays and bank holidays. And it's all homemade produce, um, gorgeous cakes and, yeah. Fantastic. So uh, other than the dog walking and obviously donations now again, how else can someone get involved, do you know? There's people that the, the cat staff are, hand, uh, you know, like to have people come in to, you know, f- fuss their old cats. Uh, the old cats have a little room of their own and they like a little bit of a fuss. Um, sometimes people can get involved in working on the stable stuff. That's a little bit more complicated with stables because they've got to have experience with horses. They've got to have, to, you know, metal cat boots and, and a bit more experience. The shop, there's a rotor for working in the shop here. Uh, the staff, the shops in at Ramsbottom and the shops at Berry are staffed, but they're looking for new staff as well. If you're not into the animals themselves and being in the outdoors, maybe you can't manage outside for very long, and maybe you need to sit down. You know, you're an older person or any problems that you can't get about too much. They're looking for staff all the time. They go on a rotor. The shop here has a rotor. We're always looking for extra help in the cafe here. Mm-hmm. So even if you don't want to walk. If you or I can't walk, then there's loads of things you can help. Up. Yeah, yeah. Fantastic. It's a good right. community as well. It is. It is. Do you find a lot of local people coming here, or is it people from all over? Then, because obviously you're you're not. Yeah, all over on the open day. But when I do the raffle on the open day, I'm taking phone numbers to put on the raffle tickets, and the phone numbers are for all over. It's, you know where, where I am: Swinton, Eccles, Ermster, Earlham, um, as well as up this way in Berry, Burnley. Wow. You know, people will come to the open day from quite a way. Yeah. Fantastic. Right. Well, uh, is there anything else you'd uh, like to uh, listen, the listener to, to know about? Just to appreciate 
well, I think you probably understand how much I love this place, but so many people do. And it's very, very worthwhile coming up here, to have a look around, spending some money. Um, the animals are very, very well looked after. No expenses spared. They're, um, on their health or anything like that. We are fundraising to improve the kennel block. It's been designed. It's got to happen yet, but it will be happening. So, yeah, just, just come and support us. And you'll have a good time as well. Fantastic. Right. Well, thank you very much for speaking to this. It's Rami. And, it's been uh, a pleasure. Thank I hope you. to see you again soon. Thank you very much to Chris Taylor there of Bleak Holt Animal Sanctuary for speaking to me on This Is Rami. Now, obviously, if, like me, you haven't been to Bleak Holt, it's not actually that far away. It's uh, just towards Edenfield. If you head up there, it's maybe two miles or something like that from the uh, centre of Ramsbottom. And uh, obviously, if you've got a car, it probably only takes about five minutes. So it's really, really worth going. And uh, even if it's just to wander around and have a look at all the animals that are there. So on to the events for Ramsbottom. Obviously, uh, we talked about one of the big events for Bleak Holt, which is the Open Day, and that is going to be on the 27th of November. But before that, we've got the November Farmers Food and Craft Market in Ramsbottom. That is on the 13th of November. Obviously, that takes place at around Marketplace, where there's going to be all sorts of things. Is Generally, it's a lot of food, and there's uh, pet stalls there, and there's art for sale and especially as given it's on the run-up to christmas obviously you're going to have quite a lot of people selling things that are going to be like unique christmas presents as well it's not that far away and if you're like me i haven't even started christmas shopping yet however my wife has finished so uh, there we go as well as the market event, we have got on the East Lanks Railway, we've got Lancashire Weekend that is taking place on November the 19th. It starts at 9am and runs until 4pm. They say on the event page, it says the best way to commemorate that illustrious day in 1295 when the county of Lancashire sent its first representatives to Parliament by King Edward I of England to attend what later became known as the Model Parliament. Apparently, it's uh, related to when Lancashire was set up. So there's going to be loads of stuff going on. Uh, it doesn't say exactly, but uh, if it says every adult wearing a red rose will be able to take advantage of a two-for-one discount. So there you go. A little bit of news there. If you, uh, you want to get a two-for-one discount, wear a red rose on Lancashire Day. That's uh, November the 19th. So tell them I sent you. Not that that would help, but I mean, you could tell them I sent you. And moving on to the fantastic Ramsbottom United news. Obviously, I talk about Ramsbottom United every week. And in the last, all right, granted, in the last few weeks, I've uh, missed a couple of podcasts. However, I'm trying to catch up now. And uh, of those things, it's, uh, how do I say this? I'm, I'm thinking possibly, we'll, we'll, we'll see after the result, but I'm starting to get paranoid and think that maybe not producing an episode of This Is Rami is actually giving us a good run of form because we've done really, really well recently. So since the last episode of the podcast on the 16th of October, we have had the following results. So in the league, we played Colne on 18th of October and we won 1-0 getting Ramsbottom. 
We then followed that up with another league match on the 22nd of October and we played Scarborough away and we lost 3-2, unfortunately, on that one. The next match we had was in the FA Trophy. That was on Saturday, the 29th of October and we beat Prescott Cables 2-1 and the next match after that was in the league and that was on Tuesday, the 1st of November and we played Tadcaster Albion and that was three all. Unfortunately, we were winning three. I think we were winning three nil at one point, and uh, they managed to crawl back and get back into the match. and uh, And I think they got a last minute goal at about ninety fifth minute. So shame that uh, that obviously happened. But at least it's a point that we've got there, and we're not dropping points like we had been previously. And the next match, obviously the last one since the podcast aired. Uh, or at least was produced, was a fantastic win against Mosley. That was 4-2, and that was at home. So absolutely outstanding uh, results there for Ramsbottom United. So the next match for Ramsbottom United at home will be on the 12th of November, and that is in the FA Trophy against Redditch United. I'm going to be going there with my son and possibly even taking a friend as well, and maybe even his daughter, and we're all going to have a right good uh, shout-out for Ramsbottom there, and hopefully we come away with a good win because we've had a really good run in the FA Trophy, and uh, I'm going to be cheering them on there. So hope to see you there as well. And uh, as for the podcast, that is it for now. Obviously, I've had a couple of uh, weeks away from the podcast, so hopefully I, I've managed to avoid that coming up. But uh, thank you very much for listening to This Is Rami. And honestly, if you weren't listening, then there would be no show, or at least there would be certainly no point to the show. So thanks once again, and I shall catch you next week. Thanks for listening to the show. This podcast exists to interview local businesses, local group members and Rami individuals in an effort to bring more attention to our fantastic town. If you like This Is Rami, please consider subscribing, leaving us a review or sharing with your friends.